0: Power the Future presents the Your Fracking Welcome podcast. Each week, Rick and Larry take you through the latest news you need to know to take on the eco left. We're proud to stand with our country's energy workers who get the job done every day. And to all those greenies out there, we say, You're fracking welcome. Now, here's Rick and Larry. Oh,
1: another week, another week lockdown. But you know what? The energy workers of the world, particularly here in the United States, are powering us through everything and we're here to talk about it welcome everyone to another podcast of your fracking welcome brought to you by power of the future i am larry behrens as always joined by rick whitbeck alaska state director for power of the future and all around nice guy and uh you know i'm, I'm looking uh, people can't see it rick but you're you're wearing the the astros shirt and it just makes me think golly i miss baseball even you know baseball from cheaters i just miss it it's uh <laughs> oh
0: there
1: we go there we go i was know. holding that one in i was holding that one in <laughs> you
0: you you can hate us kid you ain't us right i mean that's really what it comes down to I was, yeah not, i don't i don't think that works i don't think that works for this I mean, one come on now you know unlike unlike the liberal uh, eco left which doesn't like facts and just likes uh feelings the fact is houston got to uh got to hold a world series trophy in 2017 and i really don't care what happened to get there i yeah, really I know
1: that that trash can was the mvp we all agree so. Absolutely, man. <laughs> well, I don't... I'll give it to you. Thump, thump, thump. So. <laughs> well, I know folks aren't tuning be... in to, to, to hear our, our uh, a baseball knowledge. They're here to talk about what is going on in the energy sector, and we had a lot to talk about this week. I know, um, obviously, coronavirus is dominating all the headlines um, everywhere, not just in our two states, but nationally and across the world. And it obviously touches into the world of energy and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But also we're going to talk about, you know, there's some good news on the horizon and uh, maybe not some great news here for if you're a taxpayer in New Mexico. But first I wanted to touch base because I saw the good senator from Alaska on TV, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday this week. It's when uh, Dr. Fauci was talking to um, uh, the Senate, a Senate committee, and she was there and and very well asking questions and and so forth. But I know that's your senator and I know she is looking to do some uh, America first things and particularly when it comes to protecting our our natural resources. And when I say protecting them, making sure that our energy workers uh, are the ones who are benefiting from the, the needs of our of our energy sources. So I don't know if you wanted to talk about that a little bit, but I know she's done some work there.
0: Yeah, actually. So we should talk about the fact that, you know, your state pretty much has a completely democratic uh, congressional delegation. 100%. Yep. uh, There, there are, there are fun things that we get to do as power of the future with, um, with those people. But up here in Alaska, we have an all Republican congressional delegation. And I want to talk about, uh, the work that our two senators are doing to protect energy jobs and move um, America forward. First of all, um, if you aren't listening to the Power of the Future Energy Hour, which is my weekly radio program, then you're missing out. As much as fun as this podcast is, go to soundcloud.com, soundcloud.com, and search for Power of the Future, and you can get every interview that Larry, Daniel Turner, the founder and executive director of Power of the Future, or I do um, throughout the week. As long as we let the, the group know that we're doing it, they recorded and it's up on SoundCloud. Uh, The last four weeks for the Energy Hour, we've had uh, the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Alaska, Kevin Meyer, the uh, CEO of the Pebble Partnership, the Pebble Mine, Tom Collier, um, Senator Lisa Murkowski last week, and then this week we had Governor Michael Dunleavy and US Senator Dan Sullivan. So our two Alaskan Senators have been on the show. enough about the promo. Here's what's happening right now with our two senators and how they're protecting American energy jobs and moving American energy opportunities forward. Murkowski has uh, two pieces of legislation, one she's had out for a while called the American Mineral Security Act. And we know under President Trump, um, America has become oil and gas independent. In other words, we're exporting more than we're importing uh, pre COVID. And that should kick back up after you know, the demand goes back up. But Right now, we're importing almost 90 to 95% from uh, of our critical minerals from outside of the U.S. And there are opportunities for um, the U.S. to really lead in that area and become much more domestically dependent uh, and, and have those opportunities, whether it's copper, lithium, other rare earth materials. There's lots of opportunities in the U.S. The ecos don't want to ever talk about mining. But guess what? Uh, it's, it's out there. And especially in, in our state, uh, Alaska, in New Mexico, in Nevada, there are ample, ample opportunities for copper and other um, materials that every green group in the country it, it has said is crucial to this green movement for you know, EVs and, and wind farms and solar farms and things like that to get us off of fossil fuel um, uh, necessities. So if you're a greenie out there listening, you'd better start liking a lot more mining than you like right now, otherwise the world's green, just transition utopia that'll ruin America. But Murkowski has the American Mineral Security Act. She also introduced the um, American Energy Infrastructure Act, which would protect the uh, nation's energy grid. And I just wrote about that on Power of the Future this morning, so you can check that out. Um, Protecting the grid, especially from foreign influence, foreign attack, uh, you know, if you think COVID has has uh, paralyzed this country, think about what would happen if America's energy grid took a, a major hit in a major city or in a major uh, region. It would make COVID look like child's play. So, Murkowski's done that. Senator Sullivan has led the effort, um, and he's our junior senator. Uh, he'll he'll be up for re-election this year, and and uh, we can't talk about that, but we can certainly talk about what he's done uh, as senator. He has aggressively come out uh, in protection of American energy jobs by suggesting that the, the Saudi-Russian um, uh, situation where they, where they flooded the market was, as Power of the Future believes, a political attack on American energy and not just some, you know, let's dump it on the market and, and force economics down. So, Larry, he's taken an, at- uh, an attack p- position on that. Asking the Saudi um, energy ministers to for future you know further cuts, and they actually agreed to it after that, because as he said, um, you know America is protecting Saudi assets militarily, and if you want to continue to screw around with America on an energy side, maybe your military uh, situation won't be as pretty for you down the road. So he's also called for um, federal uh, ins- uh, input on the banks that have chosen not to invest in Arctic development. So lots of things happening between the Alaskan senators. We talked about those the last two weeks on the power of the future energy hour. I'm dominating the conversation. What do you
1: have going on, man? Well, no, it's it's a lot, and and I know because you've got a lot that you're working on there, and it's a lot to chew on. So just kind of latching on to the last part of that. I mean, we're recording this. It's uh, May fifteenth as we record this, and I'm looking at the price of crude oil right now, and we're at you know just over twenty nine dollars. So it's going up, and and part of the reason for that is those Saudi cuts that you were talking about. They have cut back on that production, and we're starting to see demand go up a little bit, and that leans into right. a little bit of what we're talking about, and I. Can't uh, let me just put in every legal disclaimer and caveat I can think of here. This is, you know, could change. We're not saying that everything's on the right track to be better forever, and 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 you know, the worst is behind us. But there are some glimmers of hope. We are seeing nationally sure. that um, the storage glut that is there is starting to draw down a little bit, and that is the first step that has to happen before production can start uh, get up and get moving again. And I was able to write about it for the website this week. You know, it's it's odd, and I don't, I, I I'm certainly not going to say it's a trend, but between May first and May eighth, New Mexico actually gained. Two rigs, and so uh, now a gain in, of two rigs in the larger scheme of things is not uh, usually anything to write home about. However, when the trend has been downward, it's interesting to see that that maybe there's just a few glimmers of hope now as we know, there are any number of things that could still come along and upend them. You talked about the international situation very well. That could still absolutely have have a role to play, but it's a bottom line. It's something that I think you and I have been talking about for weeks. As states open up, demand's going to go up, and we're going to see some opportunity there. And so again, if I, I can't imagine um, the energy workers right now, and some are in my family. I have a, a family member um, who, you know, worked uh, on, on sites for 12 years, even through the Great Recession, was able to maintain his job through, the, through. and now they're waiting for work. And every, I you know, we, uh, more than the eco-left will ever understand that every day is precious. Every day that you're not earning money, every week that you're not earning money is absolutely precious. And so I don't mean to, to say that, you know, just wait a little bit longer, everything will be okay. But, you know, the fact of the matter is some things have to happen before we can get production and demand back to where we want it. And it looks like some of those things... Are starting to happen, and I'll just throw in this little note too here. Uh, you know, New Mexico is looking at their budget shortfall, and I'm still waiting for that two billion dollar check from the eco left. Uh, our state budget needs a just transition, and so it is something that uh, we, you know, hasn't shown up yet, Rick. And so, uh, not to dominate it, you, you, you know, uh, said it very well, and I know there's there's much more going on that that uh, you could talk about
0: too. Yeah, you know, one of the things. Piggybacking off what you just said about the just transition, it's amazing to to read the the writings of the eco you know extremist groups and individuals up here this week. Um, I, I wrote about it on powerthefuture.com and it, it was imagine the world where you know the the ecos want to take us right. I, I was reading um, the communications director of one of the large uh, environmental extremist organizations up here was musing that she lives outside of Denali National Park which effectively this year, because um, our tourism is going to be down 90 to 95 percent, effectively Denali National Park is going to be a park. It is not going to be a tourist destination. And she was griping that they were doing road construction outside that she could, she could hear and that it was ruining her tranquility. Now, really? The fact that we have 25 percent unemployment the state of Alaska, leading the nation, nothing higher and she's griping about the fact that her tranquility is uh damaged or is damaged and hurt by a bunch of people working kind of tone deaf well i'm I'm sure that she just hovers
1: above the precious earth to get to her house i mean there's there's no way that she would utilize uh roads and and then criticize them because that would be hypocritical
0: sure enough (laughs) (laughs) sure enough and uh you know the other gripe this week from the eco left is that the Ambler Mining District, which is a set aside um, economic development district from the feds and the state, when when Alaska became a state back in 1959, this was actually designated as a development district. So you have to get there. They're going to build a road into the into the deal uh, into the area, and the ecos are just like we talked about before saying, well, you can't really do anything during a pandemic. You should be focused on all of that. Um, And my response back is, hey, you know what? When you opened it up for public comment, you had hundreds of people on Zoom and hundreds of people on the phone. If they would have had this in person, maybe 20 would have shown up. So the public process is actually working better during COVID because people are sitting at their homes with things to do like watch their kids. With things to do like watch the latest general hospital. Oh, we can take time and opportunity to to testify. Let's do that. It's actually been great for public input, but yet the ecos think that we should stop all development because, you know, wildlife is more precious than human life. And the rabbit is more important than than jobs for people to be able to – to sustain their families and give back to their communities.
1: You know, you, you make a really interesting point there. And I'm going to deviate from, from what I said, we're going to talk about a little bit because we're seeing that here in New Mexico. So the BLM is looking at new rules and the eco left are losing their minds because they say, um, you know, we can't give real input because this right. is what's going on. We can't give it. And so you have to delay it, right? Because it's just, they're, they're never going to tell you the real reason. They're just going to use these little uh, side reasons to make you think that they're reasonable. No, they just don't like the rule. They just don't like development. And anything that marches us towards that is going to be something that they're going to, you know, disagree with. And so, but the flip side of that is, the state of New Mexico is looking at uh, new onerous methane rules, and has been for a while. Um, the public hearings on those are virtual. Not a peep from the eco left. So it's it's just as you know, it, it it is laughably transparent. If they like the rule, there's going to be every obstacle, every delay, every little thing that they're going to try to do. Um, that if they don't like the rule, and if they love it, well then all those things just don't matter anymore. And right. so. I know we're, we're getting short out of, uh, on time here. I just want to encourage folks to go to um, powerthefuture.com. You can look at um, posts from both Rick and I. Uh, today, I'm looking at the fact that, t- you know, New Mexico special session, we could see a tax increase coming up. And it's in the name of protecting the earth. That's what it was when it was just discussed a few months ago. But now I'm sure it'll be all about fiscal solvency. And again, it's just another roundabout attack on our energy workers. And then how about you, Rick? I know you got some posts up yeah, there. Yeah, you know,
0: uh, we have the uh, Alaska Mining Day was last week, and I look back at the importance of mining in our state, uh, the Imagine article, and, uh, you know, the one I posted today about rail belt utilities here in the state, uh, rail belt being basically Fairbanks down to Homer, some integration there, and then I talked about Murkowski's American uh, Energy Infrastructure Security. Uh, here's what it ultimately comes down to. Everything that that Larry and I are writing that you guys can read on com. Or we normally link them on our Twitter at PTF Alaska, at PTF New Mexico, Daniel Turner at, at Power of the Future, um, on Facebook at Power of the Future, on Instagram Daniel has a, I don't even know what Daniel's Instagram handle is. I'm assuming at Power of the Future, um, or on the or you know on uh, on SoundCloud, catch what we're doing uh, by searching Power of the Future. Ultimately, we're here to protect American energy jobs from the idiocy of the uh non-responsible eco-left absolutely so
1: rick i know we're short of time thanks for everything man uh, stay stay cool up there in alaska it looks like it's warming up it's a in little
0: the bit. 60s man it's beautiful well, the, crazy, oh my gosh
1: funny. oh my gosh it is it is absolutely insane i don't know how you'll survive anyways great to talk with you this week and uh, tell you what why, why don't we meet here again next friday
0: hey you know what that sounds good and every Friday after
1: that. How about that, <laughs> everyone? <laughs> thanks, and we look forward to hearing from our good friends on the Eco Left as well. And we'll always tell them the same thing: You're fracking welcome. You're
0: fracking welcome. That's it for this episode of You're Fracking Welcome, brought to you by Power the Future. Check us out online at powerthefuture.com or on Twitter at PTF New Mexico and PTF Alaska. In the meantime, make sure you tell your favorite radical environmentalist you're fracking welcome.